You're listening to World Talk Radio, where the world comes to listen and talk. to attitude and why doesn't my doctor know this all coming up in the power hour on star style be the star you are with your host cynthia bryan and heather Brittany. stay with us hold up your head look for the signs you'll find all you need in the light that shines believe in yourself and all that you do and you'll be the star that's shining for you teens with low self-esteem who feel they don't fit in are more vulnerable to peer pressure, more likely to have depressive reactions, eating disorders, higher rates of alcohol and drug abuse, criminal involvement, suicide attempts, and be involved with risky behaviors. You can help make a difference by sponsoring this radio program, Be The Star You Are. Be The Star You Are promotes positive role models, positive media, and donates positive books to increase literacy. Call 877-944-STAR, S-T-A-R. For more information or visit our website at BeTheStarYouAre.org. Also, you can make a PayPal donation at www.BeTheStarYouAre.org. Thank you for helping our youth succeed. You get up every morning, put your best foot forward, and listen for the 5 o'clock whistle to blow and sum it all up to all in a day's work. But Michael Curtis has some good news. You don't have to fight your way through the bustling mob for all your hard work to pay off. Consider your options will help you realize your life's goals while you actually do something you love to do. Discover opportunities that you'll enjoy and set yourself up for predictable and lasting income. Consider your options every Monday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific on World Talk Radio Studio A. The world is talking. World Talk Radio. Studio A. Finest Hour Power Star Style, Be the Star You Are, a program with positive books and talk with authors and experts that help you excel in life. This is our Tea for Two segment, and my name is Heather, no, my name is Cynthia Bryan. <laughs> and I'm Heather Brittany. How many times do I do that, Heather Brittany? I so want to be like you. I'm always saying, hey, my name is Cynthia Bryan, and I'm Heather Brittany. <laughs> well, we are always thrilled to be your personal growth coaches here on the airwaves with you every week, so get ready to pump that energy and love and laugh and learn and listen and make your dreams come through through books and media. In our first segment, Heather and I are going to help make your word shine when the spotlight falls on you with the history of toasting. And you're going to learn essential skills that will put you at the top of your game when Dr. Tim Ursini joins us in segment two with his book, The Top Performer's Guide to Attitude. And if you've ever asked yourself, why doesn't my doctor know that, 
You're going to find out how to conquer irritable bowel syndrome, Crohn's disease, colitis, and other ailments with Dr. David Dahlman in our last segment. The Miracle Moment for today is brought to you by Star Style Productions, coaching you to be the star of your own life. For more information on getting your private consultation in person or over the phone, call 925 925- Three seven 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 eight two seven and Mario Cuomo, who was a former lawyer and, and uh, governor of New York, said, "Every time I've done something that doesn't feel right, it's ended up not being right." So what we always want to say is, "Follow your gut." Well, we are a positive program. We have three rules. Heather, do you want to give them? Most definitely. We want you to smile, have fun, and be willing to take that chance to be wild and crazy. Ah, yes. And, of course, we want you to read books. And many of those books are ones that you haven't heard of, but we can promise you right here we're going to bring you new authors and exciting experts that really give you information that some of it you've never heard of. As an author, I have four bestsellers, Chicken Soup for the Gardener's Soul, Be the Star You Are, The Business of Show Business, and Miracle Moments, working now to get a few more books published. So you can visit that at BeTheStarYouAre.org. You can purchase them there, and the donations, the proceeds are donations to the charity that brings you this show. Our motto is to be a leader. You must be a reader. You know, it's like read succeed and lead so sit back and enjoy the show Mm -hmm. well it seems appropriate to talk about toast when we're doing a tea for two piece because as you all know heather and i started this segment years ago because it really was over a cup of tea that we learned to debate and talk and cry and sigh and argue and all of that Mm -hmm. however today's topic isn't about bread we are discussing the times when you are at a meeting an award ceremony, a wedding, a dinner party, or whatever, when the room gets quiet, there's a clanging on the glass floor silence, and a person stands up to offer a toast to the host or the guest of honor. But do you really know the history behind toasting? I will just say quickly, because Heather is my researcher, she produces this segment, and she'll give you more, but I found it very funny when I found out that um, it really started in ancient Greece and Rome when poisoning was really popular. And what would happen there is that the host served everyone wine from a common decanter, and then he, or or it was probably he more than she, (laughs) would take the first sip. And when it was obvious that he was still alive, the host would raise his glass and invited everyone to partake in good health. Now, sometimes burnt toast was added to the libation to act as a filter for the highly acidic wines. And, of course, if poisoning was the goal, it would also mask the taste of the poison, and thus the host would die. So, but today, <laughs> sommeliers, they taste wine or whatever, uh, or they open a bottle and they hand it to the first person. We don't have too many poisonings. So, Heather, you can take it from here. What are we going to talk about with toast? Well, exactly. As you said all those things before about the poisoning, and that's hence why we get the name for both the things of toast and eating bread, uh, toasted bread, and for toasting someone because it had this piece of bread because wine wasn't as flavorful um, as it used to be. But throughout history, toasting has been integrated into special occasions in almost every single country all throughout the world. 
And although the custom dates back to biblical times, the first toast on record occurred in England in 450 A.D. at this huge feast um, given by a British, a British king to all his Saxon allies. And the first toast was to good health and fortune. And over the years, it's evolved to many different stages. And during the, the 17th century, it was believed that the clinking of the glasses was a symbol of uh, bells ringing, like bell-like noise, and that would banish the devil, which was um, repelled from bells. That oh, was, I like that. The devil that, is not going to come because we're clinking our glasses. <laughs> well, exactly. Today it's a little more sophisticated, isn't it? I don't know how many devils are around. Well, exactly. well how this society you know, used to be so uh, God-fearing and so much religious, so much was based around the church, you know, and that's one of many times people's first uh, first kind of cheer of drinking is in church, you know, when you have that uh, ceremonial glass of wine. But, you know, the bells were often ring as a sign, you know, to be repelling the devil. So the same thing is, you know, when making this great toast to health, why not have that be a symbol, too? And it wasn't until, you know, the late 17th century that the term toasting was used, and this was um, due to, as we spoke before, about putting the burnt piece of bread into the goblet, the goblet for flavor. And toasting came about, you know, when the last person slipped, uh, sipped from the glass and claimed the toast at the bottom of it. And the 18th century brought the position of the toastmaster. And the toastmaster is someone whose duties included proposing or announcing toast. Um, or making sure that all the toasts were given a chance to make his or her contribution. Heather, is that where the speakers, you know, um, organization Toastmasters International, where you learn to speak, is that where that, that, that came is from? Because the so Toastmaster... Fun. Well, think about, you know, Connect, I never put that connection to it then, and I'm sure that's that makes sense, the, doesn't the story it? behind it. But that was where the Toastmaster, because the Toastmaster is, you know, the person in... Uh, in, in charge of the whole situation for the night, even if they're not the single person toasting, they're making sure, you know, kind of, kind of just the person in charge, they're running the show for all the toasting. And then finally, by the 19th century, toasting had turned into this proper thing to do, and the British Duke insisted that every glass during dinner had to be dedicated to someone, and that to ha leave out toasting a guest was a, uh, a sign of disrespect. And so now, you know, in today's society, it's no longer, um, you know, just for weddings or just, you know, when we're trying to prove unpoisonous, but it's really integrated all throughout, um, you know, all throughout. We have parties at just occasional dinners. Well, and also we have to learn how to toast, and especially in business settings, because I think there's a different hierarchy in different cultures. For example, uh, in Japan, a toast can go on for as long as 10 minutes, but three to five minutes is considered, you know, the actual proposed length. And if it's, there's a second toast, it has to be a different focus than the first one. And that's, it's so important when you're honoring employees or colleagues for their good work and success that it's always best to mention specific accomplishments. And that's, you know, it's considered in the Japanese culture that the host or the highest ranking person is always the person that toasts first. And something, too, I wanted to finish up in that. And the last thing is about why we clink the glasses. And I was reading that we covered most of the thing about banishing, um, you know, banishing the devil and about, you know, showing your honesty to enemies and for good health and welcoming um, and for weddings and birthdays. But one I came across, and I, I realized we do it just uh, on a, uh, not really realizing it in our family. Whenever we go, because we're Italian, whenever we go to do our glasses, we always say, chin, chin. 
And that's all because it, in Italian, you know, we say chin chin because it sounds it sounds like glasses chinking. So even if we're not, you know, if you can't reach, and it that sounds like person, a bell. So we must you know, be exactly, in the devil. <laughs> exactly. And then as you were getting to about you know proper ways to toasting, and so when I was doing it, so we're just going to give the example as if toasting for tips for a wedding. And really, you know, I think this is a great thing with you. You probably talk a lot about because you're constantly doing public speaking and, you know, you're teaching acting coach kids. So I'm sure you put a lot of this information into your kids already, but in a different setting because they're not toasting with classes. So let's just say, you know, here's just tips for someone if you have an upcoming wedding or it's a special event for someone else. So definitely take time, you know, to prepare for this toast. This is very special. And keep it simple. It's best to just be yourself and talk as you would with any other time, especially for a wedding. And even if it starts off by thanking the bride and the groom for allowing them to be part of their special day, a simple closing would, you know, be something to the bride and the groom, raising glasses. And remember to speak to everyone, not just a small group of people, and try to look around the entire room. And though you, your, your main focus of the speech might be, you know, let's because we're using a wedding, the bride and the groom, make sure you address everyone because most often you're going to be sharing a special moment or the things you care about these people. And at that same point, remember to talk about something appropriate. Talking about how you have lost your girl-chasing buddy, it, it isn't funny. You know, it might be funny at that moment, but especially to family members, remember this is not about you. It's not your day. It's someone else's. And most likely in this digital age of time that some comments you might make that might have funny or, you know, kind of that cattiness trying to are going to be there forever. Uh, and there's some kind of inside joke that maybe not everyone gets. Um, years back from now, looking back on this, it might, it might not be such a special moment on camera. And jokes can be good as long as they're not inside jokes, just as I said. You know, don't tell jokes that only a few people will understand because it's a special day and everyone knows it feels so good to hear laughter when they're laughing with you, not after you. So, um, so what you're really saying is that humor is, is wonderful and it's a great icebreaker as long as it's appropriate. And, of course, if the toast is a roast, the boundaries <laughs> can be a little bit wider. I mean, you know, you, we wish you long life, great dinners, excellent wines, and many dogs. Yeah. <laughs> or something like that if you know that they're dog lovers. But, but I agree with you. Um, I've been to so many different occasions where the toasts become uncomfortable. And especially at a wedding, if you are the maid of honor or you are the... Um, what is it? The groom man, whatever that's called, the best man. The best man. Who are required to give toasts or expected to give toasts, practice it. And just practice something for two or three minutes so that you're going to be, you know, a little bit more acceptable and it could be fun and honoring. And I, I've always found that some of the best toasts are the ones that really honor the person and, you know, say how much that they are appreciated. And, it's, and especially for what, you know, certain ceremonies, as you said, for honoring, such as funerals and stuff, are really respectable, uh, a really respectable toast. But regarding weddings or celebration where there will be a lot of drinking going on, oftentimes the toast won't get on until a little bit further into the night. So make sure to try to stay sober. Um, you know, especially it's a great time of celebration and drinking, but the last thing you want people to remember is, is that drunk bridesmaid or that drunk groomsman who slurred all the words and was saying inappropriate things. 
And always remember to, you know, really to officialize the toast. When you're finished, let everyone know that you are. You know, have a great closing. You know, raise your, glo- your glass and close um, toast with your friends and, you know, something, join in with me and celebrating blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. You know, and one last so- thing I wanted to say about it, it, it is, uh, as far as etiquette goes, we talk a lot about etiquette here, it is customary that no one is supposed to drink before everyone is poured and then the toast is completed. And there is a little bit of question on whether everyone has to clink, but you can just raise your glass. Just do what so, we do. Ching, ching. Just say yes, it. Yes, you can use our word. <laughs> ching, ching. So, <laughs> uh, so anyway, the next time you have a special celebration, make sure that you give an appropriate and fun toast. Heather, give out the website. Most definitely. Check out everything with the radio show. Um, all Be The Star You Are. Go to be the star you are dot org if you'd like to check out. Uh, our MySpace, too. We have my, uh, MySpace and Be The Star You Are. As well as the Carmen Clutches, go to MySpace.com forward slash Carmen Clutches, both with a K. Well, as always, another great Tea for Two with Heather Brittany. Stay with us. We're going to be back in a moment when we are talking to the top performer's guide to attitude. Dr. Tim will be with us. I am Cynthia Bryan. I'm Heather Brittany. And you're listening to Star Style, Be The Star You Are. Stay tuned. Is all I wanna be dancing in a Broadway show on the silver screen, singing lovely songs of love. Is all I ever dreamed of. This business of show business is no stroll in the park. This business like. No